This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. And while at the website, click on the podcast page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions that you may have, or if you're interested in setting up a meeting, either face-to-face or in person, we can do that as well. You know, the coronavirus has had many effects, and it really has turned our world sideways in many ways, and certainly including in our finances and maybe even kind of messing up our financial goals. And it is times like this that it's good to take a step back and really do a financial checkup. You know, a thorough examination of your finances may be a good way to weather what's going on now, but also position yourself to uh, be in a strong position when things start to improve. But before I get into that, I want to welcome in my co-host, Tony. Uh, Tony, how are you today? Yeah, thanks for asking. I'm doing great. Uh, I've had a great week, you know, considering the year hasn't been that great uh, for a lot of folks. uh, And, you know, it's challenging. We all know that. Uh, But my week is good. It was productive. And I feel like I got a lot done. My family is good. They're healthy. How about you, Peter? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. You know, it's interesting. You talk about this year being uh, a very different one. I joke with people Uh, as best as you can in a situation like this. But this is one of the years where it feels like the longest year ever, but also (laughs) the quickest year ever Um, with everything that's going on. Yet everything has kind of come to a stop for for a good portion of the year. So uh, but overall, I'm doing well. You know, I I can't believe I'm saying this, but we had snow. Oh, we did, too. Yeah. uh, All of a sudden, all of a sudden we went from summer to fall to winter in a matter of a month. So uh, away we go. Yeah. That's that's a that's a negative. That's for sure. I, I tried to overlook that fact, but yes, thanks for reminding me. We did have snow uh, this past week, believe it or not, and uh, that was yeah. crazy. But hopefully, um, you know, I'm hoping winter isn't uh, that long, but, but it looks like it might be. We'll see. Um, yeah, and this is you know you alluded to uh, to this at the top of the show. The last few months have been challenging for a lot of people. Which I do, I do think this is a good time to reassess then your financial strategy. And to me, the only thing we know about what's coming in the next few months is that we don't know what's coming in the next few months, right? Yeah, I mean that's spot on, Tony. You know, we certainly, when we talk about finances, we certainly can't build a financial strategy that has all the answers, right? Because we don't know what's coming down the the pike, so to speak. But we can aim to build some sort of financial strategy that's going to position us to handle the chaos and the change. Um, that's that, as you said, is pretty much unknown. Uh, a great way to get your financial checkup started is to take a close look at your monthly spending habits. While you may be going out less for dinner or drinks or, or taking fewer movies or ball games in, you may find some other surprises when you take an in-depth look at your expenses. 
one of the things that people often overlook uh, is those subscriptions, right? So those Netflix, the Pandora, the Spotify, those those types of regular subscriptions that occur that you either aren't using or maybe you signed up for uh, and then you plan to get rid of and you never did. Just think about it. If you had two of those subscriptions at $30 a month and you forgot about them, that's $360 a year that you're putting out maybe for something that you're not using. Well, yeah. And I mean, $360, that's the type of figure that can sneak up on you. It may not sound like that much, but I I think uh, a lot of us only think about the monthly fee. And I'd be willing to bet that Mm. most people out there, if they're like, if they're like me and my family, they have way more than just two subscriptions. Um, you know, especially as people increasingly cut the cord with traditional cable. Uh, I think a lot of folks have a lot of different subscriptions. Some they might not even be using or remember that they have. And I think it's important yeah. to look at that. Yeah. I mean, I fall into, I'm guilty of that myself, Tony. I, I, I am, I'll give you an example of my own situation. I'm a huge fan of listening to the Christmas music at the holiday time. So I'll get a subscription, for example, to Spotify and Pandora so I don't have to deal with commercials. Well, the point of that is in, in January to cancel that subscription. Well, guess what? This year I didn't do uh, that. And so now pretty much I've paid for a, one of the unlimited uh, streaming services for an entire year where I don't even listen to ooh. them half the time. So that's a perfect yeah. example. But, and you know, when he goes back to other people and doing their financial checkup, in reality, when you and your kids or grandkids are spending more time at home doing, you know, things that we have to because of the pandemic, you know, there's probably nothing wrong with adding a couple of those subscriptions, right? Because you're probably going to need to use them. But as we look ahead to the holidays and to the winter, we cross our fingers and hope that things are going to get better and we can return to some normalcy. Make sure that you do what I didn't do. Um, and, and check those subscriptions and, and turn them off if you don't need them. The great thing about them is that most of them don't have any obligation. So after a month, or you can you can cancel them with, with no financial obligation. And then you can reallocate some of that money um, if you can to maybe actually going out to the movies or going to, you know, fun spot with the kiddos if that's in your budget. Well, yeah, <laughs> a fun spot with the kiddos. I like that. Well, and you know, after a few months of semi lockdown or complete lockdown, you know, uh, some of these places to get out to would sound pretty good right now. I think people can sometimes forget that you can bounce between these subscription services. I mean, you can subscribe to Netflix for a few months, you know, a few months and watch everything you're interested in and then cancel it, maybe add Hulu. And repeat the same process uh, because most of these uh, services now have no contracts and that means more options, right? You can kind of play the system. Yeah, that's spot on. And, and I, I am a I am a core cutter myself. And so my family, we use a number of, of these streaming services, some of them all year long, some of them we turn on and yep. off. So, so again, it, it is a cost that adds up. You need to make sure you stay on top of it. You know, Moving on to the next point, Tony, one of the the things that you want to do when you're doing this financial checkup is probably take a look at your debt, right? This this is especially important if you have you know income that has been reduced coming into your household, whether your your hours have been reduced, maybe you've lost your job, um, for whatever reason, the pandemic may have reduced your income, so you need to make sure you're taking a look at your debt. And the best way to do this is to make a good old fashioned list, and, and we've talked about lists before on this show, but they are very helpful. In this case, we want to put together a detailed list of all of your debts and really take special attention uh, to the interest rates that are that are uh, assessed on those debts. 
right? You should include everything in the debt column that includes credit cards, student loans, car loans, mortgages, any other significant debts that you may have. And if money is tight, this is where you can assess that list and say, okay, maybe I actually need to call my lender and make some sort of arrangements um, so that you don't miss a payment or you can maybe uh, lower your monthly payment through a period of time while this pandemic blows over. Yeah. And I mean, all these things can really add up. Credit card debt, student loan debt, and priorities are important. So where should our listeners focus when making a list of their priorities? Yeah, that's a great question, Tony. You may want to focus on things like high interest credit cards to start. Additionally, if you're considering refinancing your mortgage or your auto loan, you want to make sure that you're, it's going to make sense, right? It's the cost benefit is going to be there. Making sure that you're saving enough money each month to justify the various refinancing or closing fees that go with it. You also want to make sure, and we'll touch upon this in a, in a minute or so, but you also want to make sure you check your credit report and make sure that there isn't anything on there that's going to shock you when you go to apply for a new loan. Well, yeah, and a lot of things can sneak up on you and uh, you might not be prepared for uh, some of these things. I think this is a really good conversation, but this brings me to the point that I think our listeners should know they, sh they don't have to deal with all this alone. Uh, you can get a financial professional, a trusted financial professional to help you out. So how can our listeners set up that complimentary consultation with you and get a plan in place? Yeah, and you're right, Tony. A financial plan isn't just about having assets and investing them, right? It's a very important part of it, but that's not the whole picture. What you really want to do is really take a look at your debt, take a look at your income, make sure your budget is appropriate for what you need now, but also preparing for down the road um, when you retire. So if you want to start that conversation and take a holistic approach at at your financial plan, both now and in retirement, give us a call 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. Uh, set up an appointment either in person or uh, virtually. We can do it either way. And again, we'll start a conversation about creating a holistic plan that's going to make sure that you have uh, a financial plan that can weather uh, both the good times, but also the bad times. Yeah. And I think that's really important. And, you know, we've been looking at the wisdom of doing a financial checkup to make sure your finances are on course for today and the future. And that's a great way to do to do that. And it's been a good conversation so far. What would you like to discuss next as we kick off this segment? Yeah, Tony. So the next tip uh, on the checklist is really to make an effort to replenish or, or fill up your emergency fund. If we've learned anything in the last few months, it's the importance of having some money set aside to cover bills and expenses if you have some sort of gap or reduction in your income. You know, many financial experts recommend socking away uh, somewhere between three to six months of expenses. And, and while that may be uh, a tall order for a lot of people, it's certainly something that is worth striving for. And additionally, there's just a peace of mind that goes with having that emergency fund, right? You know that um, if push comes to shove and something happens, at least you have some sort of cushion that's going to allow you um, to, one, be able to uh, weather the storm, kind of figure out what your next move is, but also it's going to keep you away from maybe having to take some uh, debt on that you may not be able to afford or isn't a good idea. So again, filling up that emergency fund should be something that is on your checklist 
um, and that you're striving to do on a regular basis. Yeah, and we talked about the value of emergency funds in, in previous episodes, but I think it's one of those things that probably can't be emphasized enough. Uh, what do you have next for us? Yeah, so uh, Tony, another key element to a financial checkup is, is taking a look at what you spend across your budget. But one that often gets overlooked is taking a a look at how much you're spending on your insurance products. You know, the pandemic has really changed our habits over the last several months, and be, those habits may actually help you. For example, if you take a look at your auto insurance, uh, a lot of people are now working remotely or working from home, so they're driving less. So if you're driving a significantly lower amount than you were before, you may even qual- you may qualify um, for a, a low mileage discount on your auto insurance. And if you decide, you could even... Some of these insurance companies are now providing uh, tracking options that would reduce your premiums even more, somewhere up to 40%. So there are ways, just because your your behavior has changed, uh, they're going to actually lower your premium, which auto insurance can be a, a large cost for some people. So it's a great way to um, leverage some of the changes in your lifestyle because of Corona to, to lowering your budget. Well, that's great advice, Peter. I mean, obviously insurance costs are... Uh, very high uh, for uh, most folks. And so uh, I want to save money on my insurance because that means I'll have more money to put in my pizza budget, which can (laughs) never be too, there's never enough, right? For the pizza budget. I I, I admit, admit, Tony, I missed that segment about the pizza buzzer. Is that a later (laughs) later financial checkup? (laughs) Yeah, maybe you were still getting to that. I Maybe I brought that up Uh, too soon, but. Maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's in a few Yeah, well, all this money we're saving by looking at our subscription services and Lowering our insurance rates makes me think I could take some of that money. I know you want me to save it or invest it or put it into my retirement account so it can grow, but I'm thinking pizza budget. Um, Okay. uh, Well, you do what you need to on that one. Well, back to the insurance then. What are some potential money-saving options when it comes to home insurance? Yeah. You know, on the home insurance front, Tony, there's some good news there. You know, a lot of people in the last few months have been home and doing house projects and your insurance company may be willing to reduce your monthly bill if you make some home improvements that are going to better defend your property, let's say from storm damage uh, or from people breaking in. Also, if you have the ability to increase your deductible, you know, that is going to save you on a month to month basis. You just may have to make sure you do the math and make sure that one, you have the money to pay that deductible, but is it worth reducing your or increasing your deductible to reduce your monthly payment? So, so keep in mind, but those are two ways where you could look to slash some expenses there in, in your, your premium. Right. And, and you can play insurance companies against each other, kind of like a phone or cable companies where, Hey, uh, I'm going to drop you and move here. Will you give me a deal to keep me? Uh, or by switching, uh, insurers, you might be able to save some money. Uh, but but yep. you talk about the deductible. Couldn't an increase in that deductible be a risky play in the case that you might be required to submit a claim? Yeah, it certainly is. I mean, if, if you raise your, well, a couple of things. If you ask to raise your deductible, it may actually cause the insurance company to come out and take a look at your property again. And that may get you into a point of having to actually do more house improvements. Um, but also, you know, the deal is if, if you have a claim, you're on the hook for the deductible, right, Tony? So again, like I said, mentioned before, if you're going to to go for that option, you want to just make sure that you have the funds to be able to cover any sort of deductible that you may be on the hook for. 
so much of bu budgeting comes down to striking the right balance, right, Tony? And, and when it comes to budgeting and taking a financial checkup, another good step is checking your credit report. And I mentioned a credit report uh, just a few minutes ago. When you know what your credit score is and understand your overall credit report, you have some real financial power. So there are three primary credit bureaus that can supply you with your credit report, uh, X, uh, Experian, uh, Equifax and TransUnion. I almost forgot them, Tony. <laughs> Previously, you could get a free copy of your credit report once a year by visiting freecreditreport.com. I'm sure we've all heard those commercials. Um, but because of the uh, CARES Act uh, and the coronavirus, they've actually are allowing people to get a free copy of your credit report every week uh, through 2021. So that's a great piece, especially if things have changed for you and, and it might be up in the air and you want to take a look at your credit report on a regular basis. You know, you have the ability to do that now every week. And it, the great part here is it also makes sure that you can um, save yourself from any sort of identity theft, right? Because that report is going to kind of show you uh, some suspicious activities, whether it's a new account being opened or all of a sudden your, your credit balances have gone through the roof. That report is going to reflect that. And you're going to be able to uh, protect yourself from any sort of identity theft that occurs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, a credit report can also give you a blueprint for improving your overall credit status. Isn't that correct? Yeah, absolutely, Tony. Your credit report will clearly show you how not missing a payment or not pushing your balances too high is going to improve your overall score. And when your credit score is healthy and strong, uh, you obviously have more financial uh, options when it comes to any sort of major purchase or refinancing. A good credit score isn't just about the big ticket items or needing it when you buy a big ticket item. Having a good credit credit score can make it much easier to uh, to get credit cards, for example, um, to rent an apartment, to turn on utilities, to buy a cell phone. All of these companies now refer to your credit score. And if it's not that good, then it's going to affect your monthly payments or even your ability to get some of these things. So your credit score is a very important part of your overall financial checkup. So understanding what it is, um, how it works, and how to improvement are very important. Yeah. And so how can our listeners get a financial checkup? Uh, how can they set up that meeting with you and do that? Yeah. So, so as I mentioned before, that we offer a free consultation, sit down, review your overall plan if you have one. If you don't have a plan to kind of take a picture uh, of all the different pieces that are going on in your financial life and start to put together a holistic plan that takes together investments, your budget, um, your, your costs, your plans down the road, your income, and take a look at them and start putting together a plan that's going to weather um, some tough times like we're going through now, but also position yourself to benefit when, when the markets and when the economy starts to bounce back. To, to do that, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com and we can schedule an appointment in person uh, or virtually, whatever you're comfortable yeah. with. And, and today on the podcast, we're talking about why the current economy might be the perfect time to put your budget through that financial checkup. Uh, what do you have next for us? Yeah, so so for this next segment, Tony, I want to talk about, um, a, you know, circle back to retirement and specifically avoiding retirement planning mistakes during this whole coronavirus pandemic. You know, living through a pandemic and all the negative press that goes with it can oftentimes lead folks to making overly emotional financial decisions. And then those decisions might be out of line with what they want to do and what they're planning for for retirement. 
But the truth of the matter is if you just sit and closely examine your retirement strategy, it's very likely uh, if you have a good financial strategy that only few adjustments need to be made, but generally your course of action is going to be uh, strong both in good times or through a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. And it's probably reasonable to assume that the economic uncertainty of the last few months has a lot of people concerned about their retirement. So what do you have first for us regarding this? Yeah. So I'd say the first nugget of wisdom to throw it out there is to not turn off your automatic contributions to things like your 401k, right? If you're having money taken out of your paycheck and funneled into a retirement account, it may be tempting to keep some of that money to yourself, keep it in your paycheck, at least for a little while until things blow over. But taking a break from your retirement savings can imperil your retirement goals and your, your retirement income goals down the road. You know, you may be able to tell yourself, yeah, I'm just going to do this for six months. And then that six months turns into a year and then that turns into two years. And now you've reduced both the money you've put in there, but you've also reduced the, the growth that could have occurred on that, those funds. So, you know, don't turn off those automatic uh, contributions as tempting as it may be. Yeah. Adjust your strategy as needed, but don't lose sight of those big goals. I think that's logical and uh, that's a good one, Peter. I like it. Yeah. And, you know, Tony, another great piece of advice that I want to put out there is be very cautious when it comes to taking money out of your 401k. It's going to it's going to be very tempting to do that, especially with some of the changes that have occurred because of the, the coronavirus. Right. In the past, if you took money out of your 401k because, let's say, you really need it, you know, if you did that before you were 59 and a half, there was a penalty. There was a 10 percent penalty. Well, with the CARES Act, there's some leniency that's been put in. So you can actually take $100,000, up to $100,000 out of your 401k without any penalty if those funds are going to something related to the coronavirus. But just because you can do that doesn't mean that you should, right? Because once you dip into that money, you're going to have to either pay it back or you're going to have to pay taxes on it at some point down the road. And this is a perfect spot for a financial service professional to, you know, to sit down with you and kind of assess the whole situation and, and say, okay, is it really necessary to take money out of my 401k? Are there other places that we can find money or do things to make sure we don't imperil any sort of plans that have been made that include the, the savings that you have in your retirement accounts. Right. And so I think our listeners know that we're always strong advocates of working with somebody like yourself, a financial professional, to help get you started. And I'm glad you brought that up. So what's next? So the, the last piece here I want to touch upon here is making sure you don't panic and then and revert all your positions in your 401k to cash, right? And it's, it's probably not a good idea because generally speaking, none of us are very good at timing the market. So if you put money in cash to preserve it and all of a sudden the market rallies, you've now missed out on that. So this is, again, where we go back to talking to a financial service professional to make sure you've positioned yourself to weather both the downside so that you don't have to move the cash. Whatever your position did it is going to weather a downturn in the market, but also is going to achieve some positive returns when the market goes up. Um, so again, like I said, Tony, it, it goes back to that having a plan, having one that's going to stand the test of time, both in good and bad, but also working with a financial service professional that's probably gone through this before and has a good understanding of, of how things are going to work. Yeah. So if times are a little tight for some of our listeners, what can they do to better protect their retirement? Yeah. When it comes to retirement in the midst of extreme economic uncertainty, 
you need to remain flexible, right? So if you, let's say two years ago, you, you were going to retire in October of 2020, this month. Well, you know, you may have to adjust that a little bit. You may have to say, okay, I'm going to wait another couple months until everything blows over a little bit. Having some flexibility is going to be key um, because it's going to allow maybe accounts to come back. It's also just going to allow you to make sure you exit the work world um, in the best possible time that's right for you and also the overall economy. So I'm curious about something, though. We've talked a lot today about both financial strategies and retirement strategies. But if somebody is listening to this and they don't have a retirement strategy, should they wait until the economy writes itself? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, I would say any time uh, is a good time to sit down and create some sort of strategy. Um, because it's having a strategy, whether it's designed in bad times or good times, is better than having no strategy at all. Um, and so with that, you should reach out. You should find a financial service professional that you feel comfortable with. And they should be someone who, one, is going to take a holistic approach like we do. Um, and also is one that's a fiduciary, someone that's going to make advice or going to give advice to you that's going to be in your best interest. Um, and then create an overall plan, right, Tony? One that's going to take into investment, take into account investment strategies, income strategies, budgeting, um, doing a financial checkup. That should be part of the overall conversation to make sure that eat, whether you're designing a, a financial plan, uh, if you're 35, 45, or 65 entering retirement, it should be flexible, but also should be able to be a great blueprint to survive both bad times and good yeah, times. Well put. Now we're out of time for this episode, but one more time, let our listeners know how they can set up that complimentary consultation to get a strategy in place. Yeah. So to, to start putting a strategy in place, if, if you want to sit down and talk with me and, and start that process, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. Uh, we can set up a, an appointment in person or virtually, whatever you're more comfortable with. All right. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Laufenberg. Thanks, Tony. And thanks, everyone. Uh, have a great week and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivyag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.